25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Welcome back, guys. This is episode five of Two Mo's and a Mic. I'm Eli. Nico. Um, and today we got a pretty special episode. Um, a special guest up in here. Special guest appearance. So my man, the one and only Foreign <clears throat> Baller Thirteen. Go ahead, and talk to him. <laughs> Go ahead, and talk to him. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm Elias. Uh, yeah. I... I guess I'll just preface this, uh, just so everybody knows, I am not a black man, but I do consider myself a person of color. Yes, sir. Um, My African so while brother. I don't exactly understand the struggle, I do um, relate just about all the oppression that's going on right now, and you know, I feel for everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so without further ado, Nico's about to take us into some global news, so let's get into it. I already know. All right. Back to some news from around the world. Um, usually, same as we had uh, last, the last episode. Some new thing was um, that Assad has sacked his prime minister. So um, in Syria, there was a bunch of anti-government uh, protests this weekend. Last last weekend. Shout out my Syrians. Um, <laughs> shout out Syrians. And so, yeah, the prime minister was sacked as, you know, the economic crisis due to coronavirus has gotten worse. And that's happening. Um, In other news, the uh, 10 Ivory Coast soldiers died uh, due to the first, like, major jihadist attack in West Africa. Um, So, yeah, it's pretty sad to see. Um, Our jobless, for in America, our jobless claims are still going up you know and still at a very rapid rate it doesn't seem like we're going to be doing any better anytime soon so yeah yeah um, still over covid cases are over two million and they're saying now we're going to have more than a hundred thousand more deaths so it's going to double essentially i believe that bro and that's saying without you know the second wave yeah, yeah. People, people should definitely get tested, uh, especially if you've been to a protest. For sure, it's it's worth. Hey, and then once you get tested, I know it's gonna suck, but you have to like stay down for those couple of days because it's like yeah. you get tested, but if you go out and you get and you contract the virus, even if you didn't have it before, yeah. you know, like your test will be inaccurate. Yeah. And, and you got to stay yeah. down. Speaking about that, if you plan on attending the protests that we've been advertising around and that's been seen on social media for twenty twenty. Please, after you get it, get a test. So, like, just so you know, you know, we can contact Trace so that Facts. not everybody's in jeopardy of it. Yeah. Like, just make sure you're being safe. Like, if you've been out, you know, you should come. But if you've been, like, reckless, like, don't endanger other people just because you want to do something. Like, be smart about it, y'all. That's all. All right. And, Go ahead. oh, one more thing. And uh, this will probably bring up a, cu- a little bit of... Uh, conversation so there as you've seen like confederate statues have been being taken down mm-hmm. you know all over the country they just and, took down that little 
that like that auction block in Fredericksburg. Yeah, um, lit. Yeah, whatever. Lit shit, yeah, man. they they but they was arguing about that for like decades, talking about that shouldn't be there, that shouldn't be there, and they I I think I don't know if like it was like destroyed like destroyed like like because of the public or mm-hmm. like if it was like a legal thing, but mm-hmm. oh, yeah. was, they they took it down. They took down the the Christopher Columbus statue. Yeah. They beheaded. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. They did that nigga uh, right in Boston. Man. I hope Shout he's turning in the grave. I hope that and what I want to um, talk to y'all about is, so in the UK, the Gandhi statues have been the tar- target of you know a lot of people's anger, ang- like ire, like people you know, wrote the word racist down near, like, the plinth of the of the statue. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you all about that, like... Why? why well, I mean, Gandhi was a racist. racist yeah. Like, he did not like black people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, but... See, I, I've seen the argument, not that I agree, but I've seen the argument that, like, by taking down these statues and taking down, like, you know all the statues that we have like in England I've seen especially that we're, we're you know we're deciding to ignore history like we're deciding to ignore in the case of Gandhi we're deciding mm-hmm. to ignore everything that he did mm-hmm. and in the case of others like you know we're just deciding to ignore all the atrocities but what do y'all think of that that's an argument that's not it though I I, I, I disagree I, ignoring history if we we you go to school and like you learn about like European history and like the history of the white man, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you, we've learned about that, like throughout high school, middle school, elementary mm-hmm. school, all that, bro. Like, so at this point, like the, the fact that like it's just come to like, like just like pure anger and like spite for like not knowing like the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I think it's respectable. Um, obviously, like these people's like like we hear about like. Gandhi and Columbus and like all these people and like we we at this point we we all know what they've done yeah so uh the fact that like we can we can kind of come to terms like globally and just be like okay like yeah like maybe we all can come to the the agreement that like what they did wasn't exactly like yeah as pure as we all mm. thought originally See, but I feel like so we can diff- go go ahead Eli are you in favor of taking down these statues like was that not the base question or no? Like, you asking it, me? Yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. Are you like in favor of taking on these statues? Like, yeah, I, I think okay. so. I mean, when it comes to like Columbus, bro, like, like, I, you probably heard the stories, bro, but like, these fools, like, literally, like, ran up in like the Northeast and like they were the ones like beheading like Native yeah. Americans and like sticking them in the poles and shit. So, like, yeah. but I think it, it's only right. I feel like though, like, if we were to destroy these statues, like, like, yeah, I agree with you, they should. These statues should not they should should not be open or like just visible for the public or whatever just because like just the the past like the history it carries with it but that do, that doesn't mean like we shouldn't stop teaching about them you know like if anything if anything we should teach the i don't know just like the whole story rather than like the yeah kind of like i don't know kid friendly version because like fuck it bro like kids need to understand like what this man did is like there's, there's no kid friendly yeah for like people yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like yeah that's the whole kill so like yeah we should definitely take down these statues, but don't like just forget about like the shit that they did, you know. And yeah. I mean, the the only reason that I, I'm in favor of all this is because uh, when when fools like get statues erected like of mm-hmm. themselves, like it's because like you're trying to like like 
remember them like yeah. you're trying to remember like the accomplishments that mm-hmm. they made and like what they did and like i mean like for gandhi like 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 he was a real influential like mm-hmm. activist like he did his thing but like at the same time you know like if you're just looking at like what he did in terms of like promoting like nonviolence and like working towards like the independence for india like you just don't get the full story yeah. and like yeah. seeing that in a statue like you're just like okay like he did that but what else did he do yeah yeah it's like the same thing with the suffragettes, you yeah. know, fighting for women's equality, but white women's equality. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Very hard thing to deal with. But yeah, uh, that basically covers Trump's it. Oh, and Trump is being stupid again, but y'all already What's know. What's new? Yeah. All right, so we're about to talk about our lovely mayor again, uh, Muriel Bowser. <laughs> so, man. yeah, recently she's Ms. been. Miss TMZ. Exactly. She was with my man, Wheezy cooling it she thinks she's a superstar now but we're about to talk about her in national headlines so like where why have we been seeing her what's up with her why is why is her name trending shit like that anybody got anything to say uh i I can kick it off so i mean i obviously if you're from here you know that like uh muriel bowser was the one that i guess kind of orchestrated the whole like black lives matter plaza Mm -hmm. and like the the mural that's on the floor of 16th street uh looking up to the white house um but recently she's been in she's she's had endless interviews um lil wayne anderson cooper that national coverage yeah yeah she was all over cnn um but i i guess the first point that i want to make is at this point bro like you have to recognize that like yeah, like, she's doing this, like, for black people, and, like, she's she's trying to, like, she's trying to, like, I guess, like, connect with, like, the people of D.C., mm-hmm. you know? But we, we can't... The fact, I mean, we... we That's I, her I trying. So. That's I her mean, trying. You, you, if you listen to the interview with, like, Lil Wayne, like, she's talking about how, like, uh, like, her plans for, like, the police system, like, they, like, she's in, like, she's tried to implement programs, like, sending, like, D.C. high schoolers to the police system and, like, stuff like that, but I, we can't ignore that this is, like, a publicity stunt, and, like, she, yeah. she's trying, she's using this to become, like, popular amongst the, amongst the nation, yeah. um, and, and it, it's, it's worked, because now she, she's, she's in the names, like, Kamala Harris and fools yeah. like that, like, as a running mate for Joe Biden, um, but yeah, I, I, you just got to look at the whole story, brother. Mm-hmm. That, that's what all this is at the end of the day. Like yeah. you cannot just have one side or like one perspective on the yeah. issue. Facts. Because yeah, we sure. were talking about it like earlier about how like, to like black people, I don't know, like in different cities across America or in different towns or wherever they go and see the mayor of DC, right? Uh, then the mayor of like nation's capital out there. Yeah made whole, a whole Black Lives Matter plot. Standing up yeah, to Trump. She went, like the day later, she went, had a little publicity walk down in there just to say she was for the people or whatever. But like, so yeah, to like the average black person like who's, who doesn't live in D.C., hey, yeah. she she looks like a friend type shit, right? But we were saying that like, motherfuckers who, who don't live in D.C., they just don't know the full story. Like, yeah. like, it, like we have, like we, we, we can make the argument, like we can argue for hours about like how she just isn't for like the people of DC, yeah. like you know, um, and it, that makes it scary. Like that, that makes the whole election like whoever Joe Biden picks, that's probably gonna be a huge factor in the in you know the election. Yeah, like it's just very nerve wracking to see 
people that we know. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, it low-key might be heartbreaking to the people of DC to, to, to see that, like, she's she could end up being the running mate for him because, I mean, like, what, what does that mean for the rest of the country, you know? Like, yeah. she she's over here, like, promoting gentrification and, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it, neighborhoods where fools just, like, don't have it like that. Yeah, I know. I, her problem, like, my, my issue with her is that, like, I think, like, deep down i think she thinks she has like the right intentions you know for dc but like her her whole like i think like her whole like goal is okay let's bring all like as many like i don't know like fortune 500 like rich companies to dc let's make this place like you know the new emerald city like let's make this place like a place where where, like people want to live but 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 when but when she i think her her idea of people is like an inherently white people like this isn't like a place where unfortunately like where people of color like minorities will be be able to afford to live and that's the like that's the wild part is that that like these are the these are this is the type of community that was here before you know all this gentrification so like i agree with you she just she yeah she promotes gentrification for sure yeah but like what would that look like in the whole country but yeah and and it's messed up because there there are so many issues like going on in dc Mm -hmm. and i i i bet that there are just as many issues going on like across the country but because like we live here like we we experience all this so so we know what's happening mm-hmm. but like for like in my my senior project was all about like like black people not getting the like health care yeah, like need, oh. just not getting the same like benefits that like white people get and it, it's a matter of miles who like yeah. you go across the Anacostia mm-hmm. and like there's one grocery store to feed like 150,000 people yeah that's environmental yeah. racism. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. But <laughs> one thing to note that uh, I read recently um, that there was a survey conducted in um, 2016 of, like, doctors, you know, talking about their patients and that, like, almost, like, half of them said, like, they don't think black people feel pain on the same level as white people do. And it's those things that just, like... That goes back, though, bro. Like, yeah, like that goes back. That like, goes back. That, like, so much, bro, like... Just like the notion that black people like are like are are any different than like any different than human, you know, like the fact that we I don't know are made up differently. Like no, like fool, we pee and we pee and piss the same, you know, like like we bleed the same like blood. that's what I'm saying. Like we both bleed red. Like like if we get punched in the face, it'll probably hurt as much as when you get punched in the face. Like I mean, yeah, that's that's interesting though. Yeah, no bitch though. Jeez. <laughs> but. What do you guys think about like the whole like policing budget? Because she she came out with a statement like two weeks ago with with the whole city government talking about how she plans on increasing the budget, and this is like before any of the protests started. Yeah. Um. Then I, I have the numbers right here. She's increasing the MPD's budget to five hundred eighty mil, mm-hmm. uh, while also suggesting cuts to programs like violence interruption, and I guess on that note for that. Like on a more like mm. a more personal like subject. Um, today, like we just found out that uh, I don't know her, but this this girl Sage mm-hmm. was just shot over whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know the details, but you know, like the the fact that like sh- there's just so many other issues out there. And, like for like, uh, it, it just blows my mind that like she's still like. Like at a three percent increase, like that's millions of dollars, yeah. bro. Like, 
going to nothing full like she said in the little in the little way interview that right now they're around four thousand feds mm -hmm. in dc that doesn't count for all the whips they have and all the like sticks they carry yeah. and all the equipment they have so i like yeah. at this point bro like like what are they even doing with that money like the whole she she said it herself is that like her goal is to like make like the like community feel like the police in their community are a part of their community but how do you do that when you have so many feds and uh, and they're militarized you know like, yeah that's yeah. the whole thing yeah because for like i i remember like 10 years ago like when i had my first interaction with the feds like officer garcia bro like he he was here for like five years and uh -huh. he was like he was the one patrolling like like adams morgan uh -huh. like all this area for for a minute and like i i haven't seen him in like years but the, the whole kill is like it they're like several like police officers like patrolling like neighborhoods black neighborhoods specifically mm -hmm. like every five minutes for no reason yeah but then like when something like this happens and like a girl is shot then it's oh 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 like what what are we doing about the policing like no but like th there's a root to this problem like like whether it be like gang violence or just mm -hmm. like gun control like that's what needs to be solved yeah. before we start thinking about how oh. we're going to increase like mm -hmm. the police budget for sure yeah may what, what was her name you said the girl who, Say. oh may she rest in peace you know that's yeah. that that kills really me every sad. single time you know like yeah. when somebody's life gets taken before i don't know just so early they had a chance to you know live yeah. out well prayers out to her family and yeah. her friends everybody who lost her um, yeah. that really breaks my heart yeah. but yeah no i completely agree with you man like like this i i i just like we said before like we just pour we just pour money like in the wrong i don't know and and just the the wrong the the wrong places man like it could like yeah. like it could just go to community outreach like you know like like I, like you can go to something something like i don't know like like mental health um so like counseling or you know like just shit that'll help the help the communities yeah and i like going off of, like my same like senior project topic fool like the only hospital in ward eight is being closed down because they've had too many scandals of like poor patient care and they've had like too many like too many lawsuits mm -hmm. and they're just cutting it because of budget costs but fool like we we're seeing this like crazy investment into the police like into the police system when mm -hmm. policing obviously isn't working in dc but like we're seeing like a second wave of chocolate city like yeah like we, we, I, I don't know bro like homicides are going up like every year yeah it's been in a steady increase man um I'm just, you know, go ahead nico i mean if the, she's not even taking into account what people are asking for she you know that's that's the sad part like people well, I mean, she is taking into account what no but what i'm saying is I'm, I'm not saying like you know increasing the police budget is directly against what people are calling for oh, and the oh, forms yeah. of which oh, yeah. we think that you know shit should change like that she is she is very strong-minded on this like she refuses to to defund the police yeah. yeah because she's about to get the fuck in a minute she doesn't care what she does to this city and then where does that leave the next mayor bro? that's like, what i'm saying the next we, i don't know we, we saw this with like obama fool like obama set up trump like in terms of the economy and he mm. set him up in terms of the unemployment like but like all that shit is still going like downhill. So for the next president that comes, like if it's Joe Biden, like he has to work up. Yeah. Like it, it's just a cycle, bro. And like it, 
we just need to find the right way to like get ourselves back on track as a country, as a city, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, next topic, we about to talk about what sports and the sports perspective on Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So I, I saw. Um, so you know, I shout out the Detroit Lions <laughs> gang. But um, I was looking through Instagram today, and uh, the center for the Lions made a statement about how. Uh, I'll look at it, but it, it was basically about how white privilege isn't the white privilege doesn't mean that you've had a privileged life like as a white person, but it, it just means that like you you were given more, like you were given a head start. Mm. Um, and then the I looked at the comments, and all the comments were like, "Bruh, like white privilege don't exist." Like, and then fools fools really had the audacity to say like. Oh, but like, if me and like a black person are fighting for a scholarship, like to go to school, like the college is gonna pick him because he's a minority. Yeah. Well, like, obviously because you probably have the money to pay for it anyways. Yeah. The arguments against affirmative action are completely like unfounded. It doesn't make any sense. Um, like, it's yeah. taking away from the fact just how hard, you know, a lot of. African American and people of color in general have to work to get to college. Yeah, like, it's not just about going to school and, you know, doing all the extracurricular activities. Like, you might have family you have to take care of. You have to mm-hmm. pick up an extra job. You got other things happening at home. And mm-hmm. that's not to say that white people that doesn't happen that, yeah. with white people, but it's disproportionately affecting African Americans and people of color. But also, like, statistically, bro, like, they are better set off than, like, yeah, just because we have like more, we have more stressors, you know, like, like it, like it's just like, it's just proven that people of color have more stressors, um, just like in, in home life. And I got the quote real quick. So the guy said, "White privilege doesn't mean you've had a privileged life. It doesn't mean you've ha- you've had no troubles, no problems, or no adversity. It means your skin color hasn't hasn't caused that problem." Um, and so yeah, I mean, like I agree with him. Like for I I I don't I think that he. He said it. He said it for like for those white. He people. dumbed it down. Yeah, he yeah. dumbed it down. He said it for those white people who, because there will always be white people who say, "Oh, I don't have white privilege. You know, I work for everything I got." Respect, respect. But I can guarantee you that the color of your skin made it easier. Like if you were black, or I don't know, like or if you if you just had brown skin, it'd be oh, harder for you. You know, your like white if- neighbor, your white neighbor is more likely than not probably not working to get like what he has. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, if if we take at it, like, you know, looking at two, like, comparable situations, like, two people, let's say, we could even say that both of them were framed by the cops. And they're both in jail for a crime they didn't commit, mm-hmm. which disproportionately would happen to Af- the African-American. Yeah, let's say the they jury both would had definitely convict they, they get out, they go, you know, to go get a job. Who do you think they're going to hire? Yeah. Like, that's just facts. Like, it's not, you know, you, you can't deny that. Um, but yeah, no, that was interesting. Interesting point. Um, do we do you want to keep talking on sports? Uh, oh no, yeah, you were talking about you were just you were talking about how Adam Silver said he's giving players an option to not play because of coronavirus, but you were predicting that um, players will decide to sit out because or like in protest. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah so. I, I, I was watching. Shout out all the smoke uh, with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. Um, but yeah, they they had this podcast and on their recent most recent edition, they were talking about how um, they they wouldn't be surprised if uh, 
if fools in the league just kind of took this break like just didn't participate in the rest of the in the rest of the season like in honor of George Floyd um, and what's happening right now which is entirely respectable um I don't I don't know if the NBA like Adam Silver and like they're like whole like officiating system like had that in mind like i don't know if they like if that was like i don't think it was the goal backfired like... <laughs> on them yeah but yeah it did um i don't know i, I, I don't know I, I i would hope that something like that happens because that that would be a crazy statement yeah yeah it would i, I just don't know how many players would take that because yeah. like if you choose to sit out aren't you not getting paid you know yeah 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 um and but like, think of the like the like even from like an economic standpoint, like I mean, yeah, there's they'll still be like well off, they'll still be able to pay bills type shit. But like, I mean, the, no, 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 I'm saying like uh, if the players leave, oh like, yeah, the NBA would definitely take a. Take <laughs> oh a, yeah, there's yeah. nothing else over. I I don't know statistics, but like that, the NBA has to like constitute with like at least like seventy, eighty percent black people. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And the rest, like, you know, can't come from wherever. It's not just white yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> But how many players do you think like would sit out though? Like, are, is it likely it that has any- to be some big names, bro? Like, in order to make a statement, like, I mean, I'm not gonna say like LeBron or something, but like, they won't let him. Yeah, I but think. I don't think like, he wants to. I think he he's worked hard enough to get this ring. Like, he, like yeah. I think he's the favorite. Him and Haiti are the favorites to win. So like, I don't think yeah. he wants to leave. You know, like, he probably yeah. wants to stay and get that. Yeah, but I mean, even if it's just someone that's like, like they don't really got a chance at winning the title. You know, like like game. somebody from the Wizards or like from the Suns or, like, nah. one, one of them teams where, like, you know, like, they, they can make a stand, like, as a team or something and just yes. come, like, the collective and just, like, just make the statement because it, it'll work, bro. There, there's no way that, like, that won't get headlines. Yeah. yeah. It would. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, our last topic, we're about to talk about the N-word. How do y'all feel about it? When is it okay? Who can say it? You know, just because the N-word is so taboo, um, I feel like any time the... It hasn't always been. It's, it's more taboo now. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it is it is more taboo. But, like, you know, whenever the, 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 the topic of race comes up or, like, racial mm-hmm. inequality, I, yeah. al- like, I, always, I always end up hearing the, the N-word conversation. Oh, well, this person said the N-word, so... Well, this person yeah. said the N-word. Or, can I say the N-word? So what should I think about that? I mean... For for me, okay, I'm gonna get from from personal experience. Growing up, you know, I went to majority Latino school, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm part I'm Afro Latino as well, mm-hmm. like a part black, part Latino, but mostly Latino school. Shout out Oyster Adams, goofy school right there. Um, I but I grew up with everybody saying that word, and it wasn't just like, you know the the dark skin latinos or like you know the dark it was the white latinos it was the I, on occasion white spaniards. people yeah i mean you know spaniards and on, on occasion white people yeah and it was just normal for me it was just a word and then that was reinforced whenever i'd go down south so i'd be in florida and you see all the cubans saying that word like all the cubans all the white people saying that word yeah and it it, it wasn't like you know to me i had never thought of it as like that's demeaning or mm-hmm. anything like that. I first learned when I went to Walls, when I went to, you know, surrounding myself with a much more diverse group of African, of African-Americans and black people. And you just kind of learn what that, like the, 
what that word holds and stuff like that. And that mm. it really switches kind of your opinion because I don't know. What do you, I don't know. What do y'all think? It's kind of weird for me. You it was. Uh, well, up until I went to Walls, I, I was I, I was in a predominantly black elementary school, predominantly black middle school. Um, and like, I mean, like the N word was just thrown around like all the time, and like, um, you you get to like middle school, and then you know they're like the the like the few white people or the few like I guess like more privileged people there that are um like they you know they just hear it, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh like hell like like that's just a word I can say like it's it's just a cuss word or mm-hmm. something you know like. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I got to walls and like I realized like shit don't fly. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I think that's one of the things I love about DC, bro. Like because I, I've never been down south, you know. But like yeah, you hear all these stories and like you just read like watch the news, mm-hmm. bro. Like you'll see like these conservative values and like like it, it, that stuff has an association. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a correlation between like being conservative and like feeling like you can say that word. Yeah. See. I would agree to an extent because you know, what I see in the South is a lot of kids that are, you know, they're a part of the culture. They're a part of African-American culture. You know, everybody partakes in it. You know, they don't have to be liberal or conservative. They can still think they're entitled to say that yeah. if they hear it in songs and stuff. Yeah. I, especially kids. But I mean, do you oh. not think that like that? that is more likely like in the south where like oh it's more likely for sure but i'm saying it's not limited to you know what i mean um now i i feel like shoot i don't know well for like me i went to middle school with i don't know mostly black and hispanic kids so like i went to school over like in like columbia heights mount pleasant area so like (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like it was like a lot of like hispanic kids who would say the n-word all the time and like so I don't know. I kind of got like accustomed to that. Like before, I just didn't like. Yeah. And where it wasn't really part of my vocabulary. Now it's one of my favorite words. <laughs> um, but That's you know. Um, but yes, yeah, so I don't know. Like I just kind of, I never really took offense to it. Um, and I, I, and I had a, I had an interesting conversation with my friend, and I was because I was trying to, I was trying to like come to a consensus of like, consensus of like when. Fuck you. Uh, when can I like when 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 will I like put my foot down when somebody says the N word? Like, I mean, like obviously I wouldn't let anybody call me out my name, like call me a nigger or anything like that. Like yeah. then we have a problem, you know. But like, to what point like is that okay? Like, cause I was saying like, shoot, if I didn't know Elias, like an Elias sort of say the N word, I'd be like okay, cause like he looks Hispanic to me, and I just like grew up. Yeah, with I would have been like, that's yeah, whatever. I grew up with kids looking like him who. Just said the N word, yeah, and I like, and I just kind of grew accustomed to that. Um, but I know, like, on the West Coast, like my friend or my cousin, he's like friends with a bunch of like Jewish kids who like love saying the N word, and it's kind of like that's kind of goofy because like <laughs> I just I know like that shit wouldn't fly like where yeah like, that shit you know like that shit wouldn't fly in DC you know yeah but, um, I mean I guess when you think about it, Nico, like you you are right because they're they're definitely fools like in DC and like Maryland and Virginia that are that, yeah. that are still doing all this. Um, they're culture vultures, culture yeah. vultures, bro. Yeah. Yeah, what, like for, sure. yeah. for the culture. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I I agree. Like, love black culture. Yeah, yeah, love to hop on it, but I don't know. Do they really care when black culture is getting? I mean, at the end of the day, they're just dick riders. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to put it, for real, for real. They yeah. don't even be thinking like it's a problem though. Like, 
That's the thing, you know, we, like, if we're, if we're talking in terms of education, like, yeah, we should give this our energy, Mm -hmm. but I promise you, like, arguing with some southern white dude who says the n-word, it's just, fool, like, that shit is just, you know, I I wonder sometimes if that's even worth my energy, like, there's bigger systemic issues, but, you know, that's also up to debate, like, is that, something as like you know white people saying the n-word or anybody else saying the n-word is that something we should be giving that much energy and you know rather than other systemic like i'm sure you know it's i think so i mean for like the word was originated like as like a term like slave masters called their slaves so like the at the end of the day bro it's all about education and like if you if you are like genuinely uneducated and you decide to say the n word and like you get called out for it and then you're like, all right, like let me change. Yeah, yeah like that. that I I understand. Yeah, uh-huh. like respect that. But like if if you are educated enough to know that like that sh- you should not be saying that and you still decide to, but like what are you doing? Yeah, because you know what that says to me is is that society has literally told you like as a white person like yeah you know you're privileged or whatever right, but there's literally one thing. That people just don't want to hear come out your mouth, right? And that's the N word, right? Yeah. And so what that says to me is that you are so selfish that you can't put a you can't put aside your white privilege for a second to not say one word, out of however mm. goddamn words there are. You could say super whatever the fuck, abs- <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You could say any word you want. But my question is, why do you still have to say the N word? Like, you know, like I mean, but and being drunk is not an excuse. It's not a being drunk is not an excuse. Like, like, for real, bro. And especially if you're saying that shit out of hateful, like, the one thing that, like, hurts me the most is hearing a white person, like, like with, like, hate, like, add yeah. the ER to the end of the yeah. N-word. Because it's like, damn, like, you really meant that shit, bro. Like, it's not like you was fucking around, singing around, like, singing a Travis Scott song or whatever, you know? Like, you was really trying to hurt a nigga's feelings. Um, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, so this is it for... The rest of the episode, wrapping it up right now. So I'm gonna kick it to Nico. We got a quick um, announcement. Go ahead, Nico. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just gonna say again, appreciate all suggestions, concerns. I know this the topics that we went through were, you know, not necessarily controversial, but worth the debate. Yeah. So we'd love to hear y'all suggestions, no, comments, real. concerns, anything. But like I said, like we said last episode, we had uh, March on Monday, June 15th. Uh, starting at 3 p.m. at the Lincoln Memorial. It's 2020 for Black Lives. And your boys will be speaking a little bit, but we'll also be joined by lovely activists from around D.C. who have been doing amazing work. Uh, Mask is required and capping gown is encouraged, unless you're from Walls, where they gave us a shitty-ass package. (laughs) And then, Elias? Um... First off, I guess thank y'all for, for putting me on here. No, of uh, course, bro. Thanks for making the yeah, time to speak. My boys us. been working, bro. They've been, they been putting this out, trying to. Chatu sabe, man. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I guess for my shout out, uh, you know, shout out all the white people that know what they're doing. Um, the fools that's on social media, you know, being uh, being proactive, um, posting all that. numbers to call. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man, because. At the end of the day, like, there's power in numbers. I, I drink yeah, today. I there's drink today. power in numbers. Um, well, all right. Go ahead. No, I mean, yeah, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. You know, on the fifth episode of Two Mo's and a Mic. Yep. Two Mo's, Elias, and a Mic. 
Um, and so our season will be ending episode seven. So we will be working on a season two coming soon. So if you guys want to join us for that, yeah. We, we really appreciate it. And then this has been Two Mo's with the Mic. Peace.